Sports Footy and Frothies preview time. Check out rugbyleaguemerch.com. Footy and Frothies for some hats and all sorts of goodies that you can buy and um, give us monies. So uh, do that and subscribe to all our socials. Let's have a quick look through what's going on in the world of Supercoach. Right, so we're down to the finals. Um, we're going to forget about the bottom eight players. That's um, that's run and done. They're gone. Yeah, you're one of those. Yeah, you're one of them. The, the bottom of the... <laughs> um, Daggy is holding the linear belt this week with the 1,214 that put me to bed by about 60-odd points. I had a 330-point lead, I think it was, running into the last game. Uh, Adrian had three players, including a captain, and... I thought I was half a chance, but um, 470 points later or whatever the fuck it was, (laughs) I got put to bed and ended up running seventh in the competition. So Adrian is running second. This week we have first versus fourth and second versus third. uh, The loser continues. The winner gets the week off. We have Callan versus S. Heath, which is first versus fourth. Daggy versus Good friend of the show, Danon, which is second versus third. Ben versus Clint is fifth versus eight in the knockout finals. And then myself against Beaver. Beaver's running sixth. I'm running seventh. So the loser of those two games gets knocked out. And he, they will play the loser of first versus fourth and second versus third. Mm. So, yeah, the linear belt's in the finals, so it means it will be going... To the, to winner. the winner of the competition mm. will be a jewel. So, so the winner we, of the competition we, will have both will be an belts undisputed champion. We don't need both belts. The real belts, righty. Shut yeah, up, Oliver. We'll, All right. We'll um, door in and take it off you. PCTC. Oh, anything we need to talk about there? Yeah, like you've got your own teams now, so oh, mate, work it out. Your teams are pretty much done. I, I hope clearing. you have at least four, four to five trades left. Going into the finals because you've got four weeks now, which is basically do or die. So um, there's going to be injuries, there's going to be suspensions, there's going to be all the rest of that kind of stuff. Out of a team of 25, you realistically probably have three or four blokes that aren't playing. So if you're running with 20 players and four of them get injured, you're going to be looking for a trade or two. To As I know from experience. Finals. Yeah, so um, most teams should have been set three weeks ago. I've used my final two trades this week to upgrade a couple of players, and now I, I'm, I'm hoping that I can hang on with three trades and 20 guys for the rest of the season. But, yeah, so it's time. If you don't have your guns and all the rest of it, you're probably going to get knocked out of the finals pretty quick. Question. Yes. So am I just done, or can I still finish above flobs? Yeah, you still finish, but there's a okay. the, the bottom eight playoff. The oh, bottom eight is the same thing as the top eight, but yeah, if you lose this week, you're gone. No, yeah. well, that's why I'm going to win. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, PCTC. Yeah, so as as we mentioned earlier, um, our mate Action Bailey got the full round, the bonus points, and has skyrocketed from somewhere around the 60th position mark up into 31st overall, wow. which is eighth overall in our competition. One. One spot above me. Uh, we're both on 104 points. Wardy is the overall leader of the competition. He's not part of our footy and frothies competition, but he's on 115. Jen Jen is currently second overall in the competition and first in the footy and frothies comp on 112 points. Beaver is also on 112 points. who's running second 
in the Footy and Froffies Cup and third overall. From Flobsy is on 111 points, who's running third in the Footy and Froffies and eighth overall. Oliver's on 110, running fourth. Action, as I said, was eighth. I'm ninth on 104. And Mr. Diagostino, Mr. Adrian Diagostino, is running 12th in the Footy and Froffies Comp, 50th overall, and he's on 99 tipping points. Hmm. I need to give mention to the fact their spring carnival tipping kicks off this Saturday. This Hunter's Saturday. Challenge tipping at Comp. You can join uh, in, and it runs all the way through to Melbourne Cup Week, the end of. I think even the one week after they go to Sandown, I think. Did you have a question, Hall? Oh, yeah. no you more. Your hand? I, I just remembered <laughs> another plug for our PCTC2. For the first time ever, a Premier League tipping comp myself and a, a yes. few of the other uh-huh. um, footy and froffies faithful are also Premier League fans. So we've got Gaz to start up a Premier League tipping comp this year. So if, uh, that kicks off Saturday morning, I think. So definitely, yeah, if you can, jump onto PCTC and – Join that competition as well, and we can have a bit of fun and a bit of banner while we're tipping away, and um, you can finish second to me, maybe. Yep. So for new listeners, the the tipping competition's been going for over a decade now, I believe. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But I've been involved for most of that time, in the racing front particularly. Uh, so jump on there to the Facebook pages, PCTC Tipping Competitions, and it'll link to all the – everywhere you need to go and all the information, fantastic uh, events to be part of, and very well run. Oh, mate, it's unquestionable, undeniable. It has run as good as any tipping competition you could ever find anywhere. There is zero to no... Yes. It's very transparent. <laughs> there's nothing... There is yeah. absolutely no idiots in the group, but there's a couple of us, but they get weirded there's out pretty no quick. problem. It has run as professionally as any competition you'll ever find. There's no shenanigans whatsoever, and... If you want to get in a good, fun group and get involved with tipping in any sport and or and or racing that you can find, get on PCTC tipping. Lovely. Uh, let's get straight into summer footy. Uh, round 21 kicks off Thursday with the Roosters hosting the Broncos at the SCG for the last time, I believe. Uh, for now, anyway, Butcher and Collins both out for Easts which sees uh, Lodge and uh, Wira Hargrave start, Crichton and the other butcher in the back row, Terrell May onto the bench with Ben Thomas. Patrick Carrigan out for the Broncos. Kobe Hetherigan starts at lock, and uh, Reese Kennedy comes onto the bench, uh, as well as Jake Turpin. Was he on the bench last week? No, he wasn't. Selwyn Cobo's back too, which is cool. What are we, how are we starting this round, Oliver? I'm starting it by going what is actually probably going to be a bit of an upset. I am going to say Brisbane 1 to 12 in a, I'm going to say it's going to be a good game here. Um, back and forth, Brisbane sort of trying to bounce back from that loss to the Tigers and the Roosters. Probably now with Penrith suffering that loss overall, probably the hot team in the competition at the moment. Um, I will say Selwyn Cobbo, first try scorer on his return, and man of the match, Adam Reynolds leading the way. But I'm going uh, with the Roosters. I think the Roosters will be dominant. I think uh, the Roosters have, 
are really absolutely hitting their peak at the moment. They've, they haven't played any better football than they have over the last two to three weeks. And I expect that to continue. I think they'll put the Broncos to the sword. Uh, honestly, in this one, I think they'll match the forwards and they'll be much better out wide than what you see out of the Broncos. I'm going to go Joseph Sawali as the first try scorer, and I'm going to go Tedesco, man of the match. He's been he's pretty much the top three every game, so why not pick him to be man of the match in this one? I actually agree. I'm going to go with the Chooks as well. I think they're just hitting their straps at the right time. And big game for Brisbane to see if they do bounce back, though. Really big game. And looking forward to it. I uh, just think there's a slight concern defensively about some of the centres there. So uh, Joey Manu might wreck havoc and uh, scoop another three points. It's not like him. Uh, with man of the match. But I'm going to go back row uh, for first try scorer, Nat Butcher. I'm going to say he might uh, get on the board first here in this game. Uh, so Lindsay Collins now concerned for the wrists. I think that's what three, three as well. So he games. may well not be back. Lodge is um, very valuable at the moment. Absolutely, what a pickup! So you know, I assume they've said Takia will be back soon. So they do need him, uh, but they are starting to get. As you look through, I just look through their reserves list, starting to get into their um, their extended squad again, like last year. So. Probably don't want too many more injuries, but I think I think they're no, trending the right not. way. Six o'clock on Friday night. The, if I didn't give a margin, we'll go one to twelve. Uh, Melbourne host the Titans. David David Nofaluma makes his debut on the wing. Tyron Wishart is at one. Uh, where, where's Nick Meany? Is he, oh, he's got the concussion stuff, eh? Yep. Uh, do, 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 do the rest do, looks. Do, do. Oh, no, Olam either. That's not ideal. Sever and Grant Anderson in the centres. That would be tremendously, tremendously concerning for me if um, they were playing anyone else. The cheese is back on the bench. <laughs> Corey Thompson, uh, uh, she looks pretty much standard. AJ's back at six. They have named Campbell at one. Mm, what do we do here? Uh, I tip Melbourne. I tip Melbourne 13+. plus. But uh, I can see leaking points at various stages. So I'm thinking this could be similar last week. It could be 36-20-ish. Um, man of the match would we'll go with Harry, who's trending exactly the right way. But uh, so let's stick solid with uh, his partner the, of the last couple of weeks, Felice Cafusi, first try scorer. I'm all uh, second road up at the moment, Barn. Last couple of weeks, the Storm have actually started to come good in the forwards uh, from the last two weeks. I think that was definitely a... A wake-up call from Bellamy. Um, they've been dominated for most of the season in the middle of the field, and the last couple of weeks have actually come back. And I think I expect that to continue here. There, there's a good, you know, there's a little bit of opposition here with you for feeders and tinos and whatever. But um, when you got cheese on the bench to come in, and Kamikamika has been quite good recently. I think Melbourne own the middle of the field, and then um, they're, they're going to give up a few points out wide. But the Titans aren't a team that rip many. <laughs> many other teams apart and score heaps of points. So uh, I'm probably with you. Pretty pretty high scoring game. Uh, probably high thirties against you know mid mid range twenties or something like that. But I've got the Storm thirteen plus. I think it'll be the the Cameron Munster show. I think he's um, he's been quiet since his injury in Origin two, and I, I expect this to be a breakout game where he tears the Titans middle of the part, and uh, we'll go for first try scorer. Uh, I'm actually going to go with David Nofaluma to score the first try for Storm on his. I've missed the uh, the other story out of this. Uh, Toby Sexton's been dropped. Tanner Boyd starts at seven. 
All of them? What confidence does that inspire? Uh, absolutely none. But I think I agree with you guys where it will be 13 plus, but I can see this ending up like a, a 36 to 16 kind of scoreline type thing. I feel like the Titans will actually score first. I'm going to go with someone who I'd say is in my emerging squad of favourite okay. players. Jojo for Big Joe, well, big little feeder, big Jojo for feeder. Um, and I'm going to say man of the match is Harry Grant. But, yeah, I'd say probably first 10 to 13 minutes, it might be a case of, oh, the Titans look all right here. Oh, they seem to be matching Melbourne. Melbourne are a bit uh, and, and then after that, um, normality will resume, let's say. It's just a little airball. <laughs> Manly and para. Friday night is the Family main event. Uh, is the main event, uh, which with all uh, the infamous, not all of them, six of the infamous seven returning, uh, actually five in fact. Now look through this because LIA is nowhere to be seen, and Josh Schuster's on an extended bench. Uh, Saab, Kula, uh, Tupalutu all come back into the back there, as well as Olakuatu, all big ins. In a, in a big boon for Parramatta fans, Jake Arthur will be starting at seven for the next three weeks. <laughs> um, what, do you do, what do you do with this game, Oliver? I just can't shake the feeling. And as I've said now, uh, feedback group chat, it, it seems the past few times or recently, whenever these two teams meet, it's close, no matter where they are on the ladder. And usually the game's decided by like a controversial call. I'm not going to predict a controversial call here, but I think... I'm going to go Parramatta 1-12. to 12. I just have a weird th- feeling about it as well. With the effort Manly put in last week and Parramatta's tendency to just drop off after they flog someone, especially Mitch Moses out as well, I actually think has a bit of an impact. But I'm going to tip Parramatta's four-pack to get them home. I'll say Ruben Garrick scores the first try, and I'll say man of the match is Isaiah Papali'i. Fine. Yeah, I think... Um... Manly's best hope is to try and turn Parramatta around and um, basically play field position for the entire night because I can't see their forward pack getting anywhere near Parramatta's forward pack. I know um, they were red hot in that first probably half an hour game against Penrith and then they pretty much clocked off for the next hour or so, 50 minutes. Um, Good luck trying to stop Papali and Madison and Sean Lane if they get on a roll through the middle of the field. I, I expect Parramatta to dominate the middle of the field and I expect them to win well at the back end of this. I, just, oh, I put down here 1 to 12, but I'm going to go again. Nah, I, I think they've, you know, maybe got a few points in them, but I think Parramatta put them to bed. I think this will be. You know, Jake Arthur is a bit of a worry, but if he can kick the ball and just pass it to Dylan Brown, I think Dylan Brown will be the man of the match. Uh, and then you'll have the, the forwards doing the job. I do think Manly has scored the first try through Ola Kawatu, but I've got uh, the Eels winning at the back end of this game just through forward dominance, 13 plus. It's almost like you need to see Manly back on the field before you believe they're going to be back as, as one unit again. But, um, you know, once you're on a footy field, you, you turn up and do your job, I suppose. Um, it's the week. It's the week, I believe it. Sean Lane, first try scorer. Uh, it's <laughs> happening. Get around it. Uh, he will score first. I'm going to stick with Reed, man of the match. I think he found a real nice rhythm last week and um, we'll do so again here. And we'll go... I'm going to go 1-12, to 12, but I, I can't see it being... 
I don't think Parra will be too troubled after the first 20 minutes uh, as we get to Saturday. Souths host the Warriors. Where uh, for Souths, Cartwright, Tom Burgess, Nicarima out. Blake Taff onto the bench. So Luca Fafita starts at prop now. Uh, Mark Nichols is back. And that looks to about cover them. For the Warriors, Harris Devita and Jazz Tavunga both out. Uh, Ewan Aitken in the centres. Uh, sees Bailey Sirenen, Jack Murchie, Aaron Penney, the back row there. All of that seems quite concerning to me. Um, so <laughs> I think Souths will win, win well. I've just seen Blake Taff on 14 in my interchange, so that's just a fucking auto-emergency oh, nightmare for my yuck, super yuck, coach yuck. team. Yeah. Yuck, <laughs> yuck, <laughs> yuck, not yuck. happy about Bad situation. Wade Eakins playing 5-8. So, um, Freddie Lussick at 9. Um, yeah, 13-plus Souths. They'll put them to bed and put them to bed well. Man of the match will be uh, Cam Murray, just because he's building back into that after his origin. Bit of a, a slowdown. I can see the forwards really looking at good. And um, I quite overthink this. Alex Johnson will score first, because that's sort of what he does, Ollie. <laughs> it is kind of what he does, <laughs> Good job. Sorry, I lost my mute there for a second. Um, Souths, 13 plus. I'm going to say first try score Isaiah Tass. Um, and man of the match, let's go with Cam Murray because the Warriors suck. But <laughs> Good analysis. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going Souths 13 plus as well. I think the you know, you've seen it from the Warriors for the majority of the season. They've Fired with half an hour to go, and on the back of that, I can see Damien Cook absolutely running a muck, scoring a try, setting up two or three himself. The back end of this game for the Rabbitohs to streak away and probably win 20 to 30 plus, uh, to be honest, because the Warriors haven't looked like scoring points recently. Um, their best options probably to kick or kick or pass to Montoya or Cossi early and just hope that they can barge over and score some points, but. Yeah, South 13 plus, man of the match. Cook. And I'm going to go Zaya Tass also. I might just get you to fix your mic up. You've disappeared. <laughs> I've disappeared. That's better. Finish that last sentence. Oh, I've just said I'm going to go with Zaya Tass to score the first try because he's a super young player. Uh, I'll recap with I think Damien Cook will tear the middle apart late because of tired Warriors defence. And uh, South 13 plus. Very interesting game at 5.30. The Raiders and Penrith down in Canberra with uh, Rapinar back for the Raiders. And uh, Emre Guler on the bench. Has he been playing? No, he hasn't played for a while. Oh, there you go. He's back as well. Salmon and O'Sullivan are the halves for Penrith. Uh, Stephen Crichton is a nice in. He'll be playing in headgear for the rest of the year, as yes. is my understanding. Uh, Charlie Staines again wrapping up the 17. What do you do here, Barn? I'm actually going to go with the Raiders. Um, mm. The halves out for Penrith makes it a, a whole different proposition. They come back to a team that can put you know, 30 points on a team, uh, on their opposition to someone that I think will struggle to score 18 to 20 points. The Raiders also will struggle to score 18 to 20 points, but I just think that their, their forward pack, if they can match Penrith's forward pack, which 
I think they can, and they're, they're starting to look a little skinny. When you're putting Charlie Staines and Mitch Kenny in, into your interchange bench, there's a couple of issues there. Um, I think Canberra will just outlast them, score a few points out wide. Someone like Xavier Savage or Tomoko pop up and score. Um, to, to finish the game off, I think Whiten will take control of the game. Uh, Raiders 1-12, to Whiten man of the match. But I'm going to go Penrith for score first down that left-hand side with Isaac Hardwick. I wanted to wait a couple of weeks before I pulled the trigger on tipping against Penrith, but I, I'm going to agree with you. I think these, they can match them in the forwards, and I think we've seen as they might only have 16 or 18 points in them in Penrith, and hopefully the Raiders can find more than that. I'm going to go first try scorer Hudson Young uh, to continue my back row fetish tonight. And <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and tip Jordan Rupp and a man of the match. I'm going to say Penrith 1-12. to 12. First try scorer, though, I'll say Nick Kotrick. Man of the match, Isaiah Yo, because he'll just about have to be, I think. But what interests me about this one as well, um, and the reason I am going with Penrith is because still the halves around is a huge loss for Penrith, but overall Penrith are still better than the Raiders. And what I think could be the difference maker is the bench. The efforts that we see out of Scott Sorensen and Spencer Lenio and the games they have coming on off the back of Isaiah Yeo, I think could actually be a bit of a difference maker in this one and just get Penrith over the line. Yeah, cracker. Just a very interesting game. It could end up being a completely boring <coughs> game, but interesting yeah. from a, what the rest of the season holds point of view. Uh, I feel like it'll be closer to that game straight after Origin for Penrith than it will be the last couple of weeks where they flapped about for a big period of it. Sharks, the local derby. Um, don't you get in trouble for saying that, Ollie? Sharks and the Dragons. Um, K Dyke. Beaches or whatever it is. Oh, it's, yeah, I called it the wrong name once or something. Yeah. K Dykes makes his name third generation Shark, apparently. Uh, makes his debut at fullback ahead of Lockie Miller. Uh, and Braden Trindle comes onto the 14 spot for the Sharks. For the. Dragons, uh, it all looks pretty standard. Yeah, it all looks pretty standard. Uh, if they stay in one piece and stop dropping the ball, they'll win and win well. The Sharks, there's not much to really overanalyze here. I think the the tank, the petrol gauge is well and truly past the red now for the Dragons. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to have three points, Nico, next week, let's be honest. And Talakai cost me my multi last week, so he'll probably score first this week. <laughs> Um, Interesting with Kay Dykes taking the fullback position ahead of um, Lockie Miller, who's been named in 18. We've yeah. seen what Lockie Miller has. Uh, he's got some work and pace, but the one thing that um, young Dykes does have is coming through the grades as a half is he does have that ball-playing uh, option, which is, I'm guessing, a like-for-like thing that they've gone with um, trying to replace... Uh, sorry, replace Kennedy. the fullback replace Kennedy at fullback there, who is someone that does have um, some ball-playing skills. And Lockie Miller seemed like he could do a job, but it'd be interesting to see how Kay Dykes does go. Young kid coming up. Uh, I can't see the Dragons getting close, to be honest. I think the, the Sharks will dominate the middle of the field early. I think uh, as soon as that happens, in, You've seen what the outside backs can do for the Sharks when given the opportunity. I've got Ramian to score the first try. I think he 
may score a couple in this one. I've got Sharks to win 13 plus. And I'm actually going to go Cam McGuinness, man of the match. Uh, now starting, still starting at 13. Um, he was fantastic last week. He has been the, the long, the more minutes you give the bloke, the more work he does. So, man of the match, Cameron McGuinness. I'm going to say Cronulla 13 plus. I'm also going to say first try scorer. I'm going to go with Kate Dykes, the third generation player on debut. That means three times as good, I believe. That's how that <laughs> mathematically works out. Oh, okay. And um, man of the match, I'm going to go Cam McKittis. The Sunday, every game this round is interesting. The Sunday game is, we're just going to see where the Bulldogs exactly are at against the Cowboys here. With uh, Kyle Felt out for the hammer onto the wing for the Cowboys. And for the Bulldogs, uh, Raven Fatala Mariner on an extended bench. We might see him come back in. They look pretty much the same. Otherwise, Ollie, what are you doing here? Well, I want to go 1 to 12, but I feel like overall the Cowboys will still win this one 13 plus. I feel like it'll be a high scoring game, which is actually a far cry from that. Remember all the way back in round one when the Bulldogs won that game, it was like 6-4 or something, and it was like a dreadful game, and it looked like these two teams were going to finish 15th and 16th. Oh, Oh, how far we have come. I'm going to say first try scorer, though, will be uh, the Foxy Fox, Josh Adekar, because let's drop, baby. And man of the match, I'm going to say Valentine Holmes. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys uh, 1 to 12. I think the Bulldogs and forwards have been underrated this year. I think they've been as good as some of the other packs running around for big parts, and it's been part of the reason that there's been time and space for your likes of Burton and whatever to um, get in and amongst it and make some things happen in the, Burton in the back and line. whatever. Big rap on Josh Adokar. <laughs> I know, that's fine. Karaz. Big rap <laughs> to, on them. To, Early kicks and all the rest of it. And I think that'll probably be the reason that they score the first try of the game. It'll be a Matt Burton early kick for Josh Adokar to get in behind the Cowboys. Score the first try of the game. Uh, Braden Burns and Aaron Shoup are quite good defensive centres. Uh, and I think that'll be the reason that the, the score is 1-12 to rather than the Cowboys blowing them away at the back end of this game. But I do I do see the, um, the Cowboys being able to move the ball well enough with the, the likes of Tom Gilbert, Nanai and Tamalolo with some second phase play to get in and behind the Bulldogs and, uh, and put the game away. I, I'm actually going to go Jason Tamalolo, man of the match. I think it'll be a game where he busts through the middle and, um, and gets the ball back to some, you know, the likes of drink water and homes trailing through to score some points. There's some cracking matchups all, all across the field in this one. Um, I am going to go with the Cowboys 1 to 12. Uh, not going to overestimate it just yet, but very interested to see how they do line up. You know, man, uh, first try scorer. Uh, ooh, let's go with. I'm going to say Drinkwater. I reckon this might be tight for 20 minutes and he might just wander over untouched through a hole at some point uh, as the forwards start to get tired. Man of the match. Uh, let's go with, uh, we'll stick with the double Scott Drinkwater again. Uh, but even the hooker clash is quite interesting to see where they both line up right now. So all the way across the park uh, should be a good game of footy. Not sure this will be. As the Tigers host the the Knights to uh, elevate themselves into 13th spot or 12th spot. What a comeback. As um, 
Jackson Hastings is out, though. Big loss, which sees Fanua Pole start at lock. And uh, Tom Fairbarn come onto the... Freebarn come onto the bench. For the Knights, David Clemmer, big out. Jacob starts with his brother, Daniel, in the front row now. And Matt Croker comes onto the bench here. And just because I can... Oh, Bradman Best is back. That's cute. Just because I can... Um, I'm going to tip the Tigers 13 plus. Newcastle stink. That usually does not end well for you. I know. I've no, that's why I don't do it. But guess what? <laughs> I'm going to do it. First try scorer, Stafford Tower against his old squad of geek mates. And uh, man of the match, well, we know it's probably going to be Adam Dewey if, if the Tigers are going to win here. Oliver, you look just enthralled <laughs> to talk about this game of football. I just I just have to go Newcastle. Out of spite. But... <laughs> The Tigers on paper are the better team. And I know it's it's one of those common tropes where it's like any result is possible, but I could see the Tigers flogging Newcastle. I could see the Tigers doing a Tigers after beating a top four team and just getting absolutely wiped off the park for no reason. Uh, I am going to go the the safe uh, tip, Newcastle 1-12. to 12. I'm going to say... First try scorer and man of the match, Dom Young, because of what I said before, and also to double down on how poor this game will be. He might score three tries, and that'll be the difference maker in this one, and they'll win 18 to 6 or whatever. Um, yeah, it's going it's to um, be yuck. It's going to be quite a yucky, ducky game. I'll put it that way. That's your safe tip. I'd hate to see what your fucking safe I word is. <laughs> yucky Probably ducky. the bloke that's been taken out of the Knights team, Mapapalalalang, <laughs> or something. Mapapalangi. Jesus Christ. How's the Knights a safe tip? <laughs> anyway, well, uh, Tigers 1 to 12. Who cares? I, I can see the Tigers um, struggling a little bit just to, to break the attack open because now. Without Hastings, it narrows their points of attack. You're going to have Dewey on one side who is going to be absolutely uh, fixated on by the Knights' defence. Uh, but their defence is pretty poor. So <laughs> we're going to go Tigers 1-12. We're going to have man of the match, Dewey. He will, he, I think he may, um, may cop a bit of a beating for probably 40 or 50 minutes, but he, he's not a bloke who seems to shy away from it. At the back end of the game will be enough to win the game. And I'm going to go first try scorer, Ken Mamalo. This is a trip. So just going to say, it's a big game for Jock Madden because he's got control of this team now uh, with no Brooks in the way. And, and no as I Hastings. said, they're going to be coming at Dewey. So yeah, it's a big game They're going to be looking for a second option at some. Come on, Ollie. I was just going to say, remember when um, the last time Hastings was out and the Tigers and Titans were a part of the worst game in professional rugby league history. Yes. I, I just have a <laughs> little feeling that this one might come close. Disaster class time. Uh, everyone did their ass last week, didn't they, Bernard? Yeah, that's, um, that's a regular occurrence. Mm. <laughs> Most weeks here. Uh, we didn't have a winning bit this week. We have Gumpy on minus 500, Adrian on minus 195, Oliver on a positive $12.50 for the season, and myself on a positive $93.10. Ollie, Anybody go shoot first. Yeah, there's only two bets I can sort of think of and I'm going to put all 50 on it. It's weird. I'm in a weird phase where I just want to win kind of thing. So it's like a bit bob, a bit not. Look, I'm going to actually go against, and as I usually do, go against my actual predictions. I'm going to say Roosters 13 plus into Manly 1 to 12. 
I'm going to go with, I'm just going to back against the uh, outstanding defensive uh, structures of Newcastle uh, from their (laughs) four-time premiership-involved coach. Uh, I'm going to go anytime try score a multi. Stafford Tower against his old team. Asu Kapoa and Feimanu Brown all to score at $31. I'll have all 50 on that. $35? Right. Wow. I've got, uh, we're going to go anytime try scorer Jesse Ramian and Isaiah Tass at $6.60. I'm going to have $15 on that. I've got the Roosters and Storm to win 13 plus at $5. I'll have $20 on that. And I'm going to go Tigers, Sharks, and Rabbits all to win at 13 plus. The price is $10.20, and I'll have $15. Uh, also, realistically, um, if you just want to have a safe bet each week, just back the left side winger because I think they scored in what six games this round or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. or just back right a, the, just pick a yeah. back rower and back a back rower every week. What's got us frothing? It's been a long night. What's got us frothing? Anything going to wake us up and get us excited for the weekend, Oliver? Oh, I'm I'm personally frothing over. Um, as I said, I'm tipping Newcastle one to twelve. So if Adam O'Brien goes on about how he was a great assisting coach at a couple of premiership winning teams when his team loses to another bottom eight team. Imagine when his team wins, like what's he going to say? What's he going to say about himself? He's the greatest professional rugby league coach of all time. I can't wait. Oliver's bet come in at $10.40. So he's going to have his $50 on that. $10.40. 13 plus mainly one to 12. I'm kind of with you, Daggy. I'm looking forward to the back rowers just running rampant this, this weekend. And I think there's going to be a lot of tries scored on the edges from your back rowers, the likes of Olakua to Hudson Young. Maybe even throwing Britton Nakora there for a try in the, in the Sharks game. Um, but to be honest, I think this, this week just pretty much sorts itself out. That You're going to see... The bottom eight contenders, uh, like the, the teams that this is such a narrative week. Yeah, like every yeah, every the game teams has that a story. Are contending for the bottom of the eight will pretty much be shown up to be pretenders or contenders this week. I can see Canberra forcing themselves into a position. Manly maybe even putting themselves into a position where they can't make it anymore. So you're looking at, I think the Roosters and Canberra firming their position for the the bottom of the eight and Manly and um, the Dragons sort of falling away. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like, uh, I, but I'm excited for particularly the couple in the middle there, yeah, Manly getting sort of pushed towards the door. But the Roosters-Brisbane game is so interesting and I think the Canberra-Penrith game is interesting as well just to see where they line up for the next five weeks uh, and where Canberra at. Like, it's a big boom. If they can knock off Penrith here and stamp themselves in the eight, that's massive for them. Absolutely. And uh, even just seeing where the Bulldogs are at and uh, absolutely getting to see exactly where Newcastle are at is exciting. So all the way across the weekend, I'm excited. Uh, Look forward to reviewing it all next Monday night, uh, hopefully with a gump back as well. Uh, Until then, boys, are you going to finish up? I love you all. Up, up, Cronulla. 
Alrighty, uh, on that note, check out Rugby League merch, subscribe, uh, do all that sort of good stuff, PCTC, etc., etc. And we will talk soon, guys. Take care. Etc. Etc. That's like that's like the backline of whatever. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>